So, we are live in the places we're recording, and we're doing TW40. We still have not missed a week. We doing good. We may have almost missed this week, but no, no, man, we're, we're gonna make it. We, we would have yeah, got it done. Yeah, yeah. would have got it done. No, no, we would have got it done. Uh, yeah, and thank you for the last minute change too, because I just um, life, man, stuff going on, man. Yeah, yeah, and I, I just knew I was not in a mood. Like if we would have had to do it last night, I could have made it work. But I knew I wasn't really in a good mood to have what I thought would have been a good conversation. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, we want to bring high quality content. Exactly. So I'm on the bit the board of bits now. I can talk about that. Yeah, congratulations. Well, uh, starting in January, it will be. I guess. The yep. We just recently had the bits. That's the mm, that's bad. Uh, blind information technology specialist. Good job. Yep. Um, a little elections. <laughs> <laughs> the annual meeting and, and part of that included elections yeah. uh, open enrollment for bits which sounds like medical but it's not <laughs> if you go to joinbits.org um, I would I, I almost was going to say on today's show because I meant to mention this when it was live and I was going to say oh take your time you have till February 29th before uh, it fills up so you better go get in I'm changing that statement up to if you want a free membership to bits go do it now like I know it's Christmas and Merry Christmas and thanks for listening to us on Christmas if you're listening to us on Christmas but go to joinbits.org I don't say that because I'm a bits member I say that because when you offer people free membership guess what people take advantage of it so you, you better go get your free membership before you can't anymore mm-hmm. uh, but great opportunities uh, really liking what the board has planned for next year um and super excited to be part of that and and i think it fits at least for myself and demossi's part of this organization well if he didn't want people to know i'm sorry now they know but he's part of this which really surprises me because it gives both of us an opportunity to step in and help other blind or sight impaired individuals with more than just the basic technology challenge a lot of times i'm asked basic questions how do i how do i copy and paste how do i type and stuff like that but then every once in a while we get asked questions that are huh i don't know the answer to that let me do some research and those are my favorite kind of questions because then i get to learn something new so this will be a fun opportunity we'll see where it goes yep definitely and being a part of the organization actually ties into what is a part of the theme for me for next year so did we do this on this show or did we do this on DM? No, it couldn't have been we, DM. It had to be this show. We did this on DM, but before we? we get into that, I want to make, if you don't mind, I want to make a couple of comments on these two voice clips I have pulled up real quick. Ah, okay. Um, yep, let's do that. That's re related to the uh, annual meeting. I was reached out to and said, hey, can you use 11 Labs to create a audio... Um, an audio version of minutes or an audio version of some rules or an audio version of, of different content. And what I'm going to show you um, isn't as bad as it ran into, as I ran into, but it'll be a good brief explanation or demonstration of what happened. And let's take a step back. 
Eleven Labs, for those who don't know, is a um, text generation tool. So you can log into Eleven Labs and you can paste 5,000 characters right there and then pick a voice. Horrible drop down, by the way. Really wish they would fix that so you can pick the voice. But you pick the voice and then you hit generate and it plays the audio and then it gives you an MP3 that you can download. That's good for 5,000 characters. 5,000 characters really isn't that long, Tomasi. If you didn't know that, just so you know. 5,000 characters is like couple paragraphs <laughs> so uh, they have a new tool for creators so I had to update to the $22 a month plan they gave me 50% off and this gives you a hundred thousand characters and in conjunction with a hundred thousand characters in 11 labs this also unlocks their projects option and projects is for building ebooks. Um, if you want to go in and, and put your mm, ebook in there okay. and turn it into an audiobook, that's what projects was created for. So uh, you can upload PDF, I think Word, or you can copy and paste longer form text. The problem with it, and AI is not perfect, is sometimes when you get reading long forms of text, and I think one of them that we had that I had it record was like 32 minutes long, so I, I mean long form text, uh, TTS gets bored slash starts to slur its words a little bit. So before we go into that one, I want to play uh, probably my favorite voice, and this will just be a couple of seconds, uh, but listen to this, Demasi, and let me know your thoughts on how TTS sounds now. Blind Information Technology Specialists Annual Meeting, December 14th, 2022. The 2022 Annual Meeting was called to order at 8pm ET. Like, that voice is... Crystal clear. I could listen to that talk to me all day. What about you? Yeah, pretty decent. Yeah, so that turned out well. Um, I did not do the whole whole uh, section with that voice, but that would have been kind of cool. I really like that voice. Now I'm going to go down here and listen to how this voice says money, um, specifically money. And I think that's really what threw it off is the uh, special symbols and Stay tuned because maybe while Demasi's talking for a little while, I'll see if I can find the one that, that really threw me off because it just started using random words when it shouldn't have been. But I'm going to go ahead and play this and listen to how it says specifically money. Oh, and by the way, all of these were written the same way. It was the name of the membership, a dollar sign, and then an amount. Full voting members, 20 ACB life. Members 15 student members, $10 junior members, five hour bits, life members $200, which shall be paid in one installment. Organizational members, $100. So I thought it was really interesting how the beginning of it, Man, it was it like- chopped off a whole bunch in the, in the early numbers. Wow. Well, it did. And then some of it, it said dollars, some of it said dollars. And then um, at that last one, the last one, $100. Like it, it said the money way totally different than what I would have anticipated. I would have anticipated it saying $100, not $100. <laughs> that's kind of like voiceover when you, you know, you type the word better, B E T T E R, and it comes out better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it would there be better words. if we did it at this time. <laughs> <laughs> there were some words where it just like made up sounds, had no mm, yep. no English interpretation. It just made those noise. I'm like, what? Are, where did that come from? So, uh, long story short, I just want to share: uh, editing audio of text to speech audio is kind of a surreal slash weird experience. Just saying. 
Yeah, and what you have also done for me is ensured that I will go to a real live person uh, to record this IVR for Bedrock Innovations when I get there. Um, because while that is good, it'll take me less time to get a person to read it correctly instead of me having to um, fight with 11 labs a little bit probably and um, possibly have things come out um, odd and not know why. Yeah, so what I ended up doing is when I had some weird lines, I would put them in the editor three or four different times, and every time it gave me different inflections slash different takes for that specific line. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, that that is um, it's interesting. I mean, Eleven Labs, and we've heard some stuff come out of Eleven Labs that was you know really good, but yeah, I think it was always shorter form you know, text as well, that, that seems to make a difference. It's sort of like with GPT and I don't, you know, it, it still happens now, now and then now too with GPT where you're, you're in a longer session uh, with mm. GPT as you get deeper and deeper into that session and refining things. Sometimes it completely goes off the rails. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why when you're doing a uh, search uh, GPT-4, it tells you those limitations. You can send messages per hour because you can easily confuse it. Yeah, and it's, you know, again, another reason why this stuff is interesting. It can be helpful in some ways, and I, I think the important thing is to be aware of the limitations and, you know, set proper expectations. Yeah, I thought it was... Uh, funny. I have a, I have a somewhat good friend. Um, we've we've become friends more since national convention, and they told me they said I don't use ChatGPT. I don't use uh, any of these websites, especially if they make you create an account, because I don't want an account on all of these random websites. I'm like, that's that's interesting, and and they're really anti. And I don't want to use the word anti because she'll use. GPT if necessary but it's not their first go-to whereas me and, and I'm kind of opposite I'm using GPT like I was taught to use spell check grammar check so um, it, it's it's more of an advanced here's my writing run it through this tool and see how it changes it up and you know what it does not do a good job the first time and I think that's what I think some people need to realize it, it, it chances are it's not going to give you exactly what you want the first time but remember it's a it's a bot you can chat with it and tell it hey no i don't like these words these are not the the words i would use here's four specific words i wouldn't necessarily use these are the replacement words i'd use can you rewrite this and use these type of words and that can be huge because i worked on a uh, request for application uh, for the state of oregon last night and there were some questions that i had good answers to well i feel like they were good answers to it they just weren't formatted slash grammatically correct i drop them into cheap chat gpt and looks like i i kind of know what i'm talking about now which is pretty awesome yeah and you know we we have both i know i have done this quite a bit over the years i've had you know friends or, or associates uh that i have sent things that i needed to send out that needed to be very professional. Mm -hmm. It's not that I'm a terrible writer, but I'm a terrible writer because I hate doing it. And so I would write up what I wanted to say and then share it with this person. Okay, tell me how to you know clean this up. And now, you know, as you said, I use GPT quite a bit for that, uh, especially when 
because I'm a more, I'm a less verbose person than you are. And that that's just a fact. It's not a, mm-hmm. not a judgment of any sort. It's just a fact that like I'm more brusque and to the point. Somebody asked me a question uh, in an email or if I open up an email that has a question and I'm just going to give you the answer back. You know, Michael's going to be more polite and friendly. Thanks for and, reaching like, out. For reaching out. Feedback. Uh, let me see if I can help you out with this. I'm like, yeah, so tap this, tap that, and then we're done. All right? Yep. Take care. Yep. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> so uh, I have used GPT in some instances to take my short, very abrupt answers to things or requests for things and had it kind of make it more friendly and as you said i never get back what i want the first time i never actually get out of it exactly what i use because i go in and tweak a little bit Mm. but what it helps me with is more approachable more friendly tone without it seeing so dry and abrupt like you know uh and giving me something back that i can then kind of work with to shape just a little bit more to be more like me so people don't look at it and be like i don't believe you wrote this at all <laughs> it's like no you, know, you can look at it like oh he was trying to, he, he was in a good mood that day or something that's probably what people expect but you know i still wrote the thing because it's mine and i again like we've discussed before that is one of the ways that it's useful uh for sure and as you said i think it's very important for people to remember it's not perfect it's not the silver bullet to your problems if you go into it using it as an assistant or a learning tool or a you know something for feedback a starting point all right don't assume that you can throw in oh i need to you know i need to send a letter to this person and write it for me and like please first off don't don't copy and paste. i've seen people do this like you, you can it's obvious what they have written or what they have sent you or what you see they just put it in gpt and they may have done some refinements to get what they got but they just basically copied and pasted side note related to that if that's what you're going to do do something that I did not and take out the quote signs or tell GPT, write this without quote signs. Because <laughs> <laughs> that will get you if that's what you're doing. Look, dead giveaway. There's a ton of hyphens at the beginning yep. and end of all of this. It's like, okay, right. yeah, chat GPT, that, huh? You didn't even bother to put in the minimum amount of effort and just like clean it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go back to Windows. You want to go back to Windows? Yeah. So I like the Mac. I really like the Mac. And it's my favorite OS. And I'm going to stop talking about this after I throw this out there because we were going to go talk about annual themes. But I was editing in Windows and doing something in Microsoft Word yesterday in Windows. I'm like, this just works. Like... I don't have to fiddle around with the voiceover cursor or make sure I'm interacting with something. I can just use my arrow keys, my control F, uh, turn on my virtual viewer and use H to jump to different headings in the document. And the frustrations I ran into were specifically parallel frustrations. They're not game stoppers, but they're, huh, I probably wouldn't have this problem if I was on a dedicated Windows uh, mm-hmm. thoughts that I had. And so it made me think that maybe... Maybe 24 will bring a Windows laptop into my life. Well, I think it will in the beginning anyways, but it, I, yeah. 
kind of want to be back on Windows, but I will miss the Mac. So I will not get rid of the Mac. Yeah, I am. I can understand that for sure. Um, I, I've had similar thoughts. It's, it's still kind of on my list. I would need to go update the item I actually saved to a wish list in Amazon at this point because I think there's probably newer hardware out. But I was looking at one of these little portable, mm. you know, kind of Windows computers as like a little you know, Apple TV ish size is what I am envisioning. Like, you know, not even Mac Mini, just like Apple TV ish size. Um, you know, the NUC has been retired, which is something I had my eye on off and on for a while. I would say that for me, using Windows in parallels, uh, in addition to hearing other people's experiences with specific tools, specifically around audio, like Mac OS for me, audio wise, is still the best for like what I'm doing right here at the moment, which is, you know, we're sending audio into um, Club Deck. Uh, so people can listen in Clubhouse. I have a backup recording, all kind of effort, effortlessly and all within the box, so to speak. Like I don't have any weird outboard cable routing going on. Uh, I like that, you know, audio hijack, loopback. The rogue amoeba tools here uh, and a lot of things that are over here as well. Keep Mac OS is my favorite operating system. However, and I've said this before, um, for sure, I definitely remember saying it several times on the DM series. Um, but I, I've said this before in different places. What keeps me, or what has kept me pinned to the Mac for so many years is one, because I hadn't touched Windows in a while. Like, I hadn't even looked at it. So, and what I tend to hear about Windows most of the time is uh, the security nightmare that's happening over there with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um and, you know, a lot of times it comes down to people not patching stuff. It's not like Microsoft is just inherently insecure. I'm not saying that. So, you know, don't run out and say I said this. But it's the fact that, you know, there there's a lot of, but Windows is the biggest platform, right? So a lot of people are going to target that because that's what businesses are using. But I hadn't touched Windows in a while. What really keeps me pinned to the Mac are the things I mentioned. You notice I didn't say voiceover is a reason that I, you know, I like the Mac. No, right. it's, it's, it's the tools that are provided by third-party developers. And this is a thing that I think Apple really needs to come to grips with and externally show that they're aware of this internally i'm pretty sure they're aware of this like they're, they're not stupid people uh, but externally they don't seem to embrace the fact that listen yes the iphone is a great phone yes mac os is a great platform the mac laptops that you make are great the, the devices you make are great devices yep. but what keeps me on the platform it ain't iMessage. I'll tell you that uh, <laughs> it ain't siri Right. Nope, it's the third party not. developers that have built tools that I find extremely useful. You know, on the Mac is Rogue Amoeba. We're always talking about the Rogue Amoeba tools. Um, you know, it's things like drafts, um, you know, that, that exists that there's not really an equivalent at all on other platforms, whether Windows or, or Android or even Linux, because there's some people out here using Linux in the world for real, apparently. I just use it for servers, but hey, do you? You want a Linux laptop? <laughs> I have thought about going back to Windows or at least picking up a smallish Windows computer to be able to use as well, uh, partially because we've been fighting with some audio stuff on the Mac uh, when it comes to multiple channels and rooting stuff around. Loopback is great. Audio Hijack is great. 
I don't always want to do stuff in software though. Um, and yeah. that's one of the issues is I'm always doing stuff in software if I want to pull audio or route audio where it's just natively supported with a lot of the audio interfaces and mixers that uh, we can connect over USB in Windows. You know, the Vocaster is a good example, which is what we're both using at the moment. You know, on the Mac, you got to do loopback if you want to even keep voiceover out of your overall mix that goes out to people if you're in zoom or even recording here right now like you know we're both using a virtual device to pull the audio from our microphone specifically so that people don't hear voiceover when i'm jumping around saving and inserting markers which i forgot to do it's funny we don't use markers as much as i thought we would <laughs> uh, they're handy they're, they're handy they are handy like like coughs and stuff if we can get into the mm, side note and we'll get back into that conversation. But we need to figure out some automation so we can just hit a keystroke to insert that marker. Because I think even the hotspot takes too much to remember. If I could just hit, you know, uh, a keystroke that runs a shortcut that triggers that marker, I think I'd use it more. Anyway. Yeah. Probably uh, Keyboard Maestro. Look, another keyboard tool. Keyboard Maestro I'll, 11. I'll have to play with that. And you know, see? That might be a, a solution. for that. Yeah, it might be a solution for that. Uh, yeah, because you're you're right. Like sometimes I have to cognitively think about it and then be able to uh, jump to it to do something about it. Which sometimes means I miss markers uh, or they're they're very late in being asserted. But yeah, we'll figure. <laughs> very it out. late, Aiden. When you're editing, you're like, "Why is there a marker here? <laughs> like, why is there a marker here now? What is going on?" Then you skip back enough, and you're like, "Oh, okay." Uh, 14 minutes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Vocaster on Windows, yes, you're still configuring it in, win in, in software, but I think you do get some more flexibility. And at first, I wanted to blame uh, Focusrite for the fact that voiceover was coming through. But then when I tried the Evo out and with our experiences, I never used the Soundcraft on the Mac, but from what I remember you saying with the, with the Soundcraft, it almost sounds like it's more a way Mac OS handles audio issue and not necessarily a manufacturer issue. So I get where you're coming from with the audio things. And now what maybe I'm, some of that... Go ahead. I was going to say, one thing I'm curious about is... Like on Windows, you have to install a, you know, well, we have to install the, the, the Vocaster Hub software here too, but it doesn't give us the flexibility that you get on Windows because those virtual devices from the Vocaster are not really exposed to the system. That is where right. I think Mac OS is sort of to blame for that. Like there, there's something that has changed because I've, I mean, I've said this enough times. I, I remember having an audio interface where I was able to select some of the different inputs that that device offered uh, for specific routing. And this is before loopback was a thing. Like this is prior to loopback even existing uh, in the world. So I know it had to be something in Mac OS. Um, I'm curious though about the Evo because me and you have been talking about the Evo line of devices from audience um, and kind of, you know, discussing the advantages of the eight versus the 16. Uh, when it comes to that unit. But what I'm curious about is they do have their software available for the Mac. Uh, when you tried out the Evo 16 very briefly, did you install that software on Mac OS and did it work at all? 
I did, and it did, and it was navigatable by voiceover. Um, I recall things were all labeled and stuff, so it was it was pretty usable. I think, if I recall right, I had to update something, and I think it was the firmware on the Evo, because the software did crash the first couple of times I opened it. I do remember having that issue, but when I finally got it opened and things updated and everything, uh, it was very easy to navigate and accessible. Kind of like the Vocaster Hub software. One thing I'm curious about is uh, with the Evo specifically, because they seem like they've done perhaps a little bit more, maybe not, but it it seems that maybe they've done a little bit more. I wonder if those additional routing options are configurable in the software there. Does it actually have a, a, a positive effect in what devices are available to the sound system in mac os and not just in reaper because all of this stuff works fine in reaper right i can go in reaper Mm -hmm. and you know with the vocaster and i can i can map channels to specific things based off what's available from the vocaster that's never been the issue with with daw software like reaper or logic uh even audio hijack to a certain extent or loopback which is how we're doing this right like the channels like the channels are there it's just they're not exposed to the system audio in order for me to say oh okay i want my system input to be the host microphone on the vocaster and i want my output to be um you know the, the second set of outputs so like you don't have that flexibility which is available to you just natively in the system in windows so i can send voice so i can on windows you can send your screen reader down a different path of audio with the vocaster or the audience evo uh, and several other devices uh, you can send your your screen reader down a specific channel so that it is always separate from any other input and output that you have. So if you're doing a tutorial recording, you can easily have your audio separated on different tracks. But also, if you just need to pop your audio into a Zoom meeting for a second so people can hear JAWS or, or NVDA or Narrator, you can do that, but it's not constantly there. Yes, that's what I want. I want that flexibility to reach over, hit a button or a switch, and have JAWS or VoiceOver brought into the Zoom meeting and then take it out. Or uh, this talkback feature on the Evo really has me interested because uh, for those who don't understand with the Evo 16, you have a talkback feature that allows me to have a microphone in my hand, which let's be honest, if I'm at a convention, that's usually the case. There's either a microphone in my hand or close by and be able to speak into that microphone that not go over the overhead speakers if I don't want it to, but it could go into the earbud of the president, for example, to say, hey, so-and-so, or you know, just say something like, uh, Jim just joined. And that way they know that their guest speaker is there and they can smoothly transition to Hey, stop grinding your teeth, man. You're ruining audio. Or or what really would have been useful is back off the mic. That would have been helpful. (laughs) Back off the mic a little bit. Stop eating the microphone. Yep. yep. We got a lunch break coming up shortly. Or or talk closer. That's a good one, too, because um, a lot of times. Some people do this. Yep. And with the microphones that I have, you have to be on the microphone because i have these wireless mics so um, you got to be so, on it but you can't be all the way on it like yeah. this though like that's not yeah. helpful because they're still talking very loud too at the same time that they're doing that uh or you got people that are you know way back here or they're kind of it's kind of vaguely pointing at their uh-huh. mouth so it's like yeah 
So and then there's the delay, and Zoom comes back and says, "We can't hear you guys." And I'm telling her as they're saying it that, "Hey, you got to So you know, it gives you that flexibility to run that audio there. Um, and then I can just hear Jaws, but I could also hear what everyone else is hearing over the overhead speakers in my headphones and Zoom in my headphones. And then the overhead speakers could just hear a different mix. And I, that flexibility is really what intrigues me about the Evo um, and getting set up. And we used a mixer um, for this convention at the hotel. And our board meeting in April is at the same hotel. Um, uh, full transparency, I will probably end up with an Evo 16 in the next couple of weeks. Uh, because that'll give me the time to experiment with it more than what did i get it two weeks before the convention this Mm, year or something kind of a week like i think you got it like that thursday and next weekend was the convention yeah 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 so and i think you can relate too you might have had the ability to do what you needed to do but because you were under that you put yourself and i'll be fully transparent i put myself under that time constraint it's not like the convention just came up and surprised me like i procrastinated and that is a a technically working thing i need to get over because uh it can prohibit me in some situations and it can prohibit you too if you procrastinate but i put it off to the last minute and i couldn't figure out what i needed to do uh in retrospect after doing more research and talking it over with you i'm like i think this might have solved the problem where we wouldn't have even needed a mixer maybe just uh the the cable to go straight into the overhead system and plug that into an output on the evo and i could have ran the audio the way i wanted to and it would have sounded so much more cleaner and been a better overall experience but again, I put myself down to that pressure of trying to figure something out. Well, you know, it was also a fact of not knowing what was available at the hotel, I think, had something to do with it. And then, yeah, you know, but I that, could have fixed that. that. that, that well, I, I mean, no, there. you couldn't have fixed that because you were well. <laughs> waiting on people to talk to you from the hotel. So, like, that's not anything that was within your control. And honestly, like, I'm not saying that you didn't procrastinate, but I don't think you really procrastinate as much as you're retroactively thinking you did. Uh, because first there was a question of like, do we even have the ability to do this? You had to get that answer. Um, and then you bought the wireless mics to help out with the situation to give people more than one microphone to use in, in, in the, at the event. And honestly, like, I mean, just throwing 550 bucks out there like that, what was it? It wasn't the easiest decision at that point in time. No, but buying the buying my wireless mics and someone told me once, and you remember this conversation, uh, when I said, "How do you handle the audio?" He said, "I bring my own," and that was <laughs> that was the best comment. Like that changed my life, and I can't explain how much it changed my life. But like, I my vocaster right now is sitting on top of the Gemini wireless mic setup because I know. When we go to the situation, yes, my input will be different next time, um, but I can grab this Gemini wireless mic system, and I know at least how the mics will work. Mm-hmm. I might not 
know how that those mics are going to get to the speakers in this situation i will because we've been at this place before but in 2025 i'm not going to know specifically how the audio is going to get into the overhead speakers probably until i get there but i at least know how my mics are going to work and that comment like blew my mind i'm like yeah i'm going to just start bringing my own audio don't and maybe that's the case in 2025 maybe yeah. i'm not relying on the overhead speakers. yeah i was going to say like by the but you no know, 2025 maybe you're, you're looking at having your own wireless PA system at that point so you don't even need to rely on what the hotel may or may not provide or allow you to do and you also don't you know here's the one reason I think that that comment was so important and, and kind of hit me in a way that started me thinking about this differently too was because you shared with me that at the event you had to reboot the system because something went wrong with the audio right well because rebooting the system the USB-C or the HDMI. Rebooting the, yeah, well, unplugging it and plugging it back in, though, you had to re restart the system in order for it yep. to pick that up, right? But the issue is that that also shut down the lights in the room. Like, it's not just like, oh, we're rebooting the, the audio system, so you're not going to hear anything. It's like, no, you ain't going to see nothing. You ain't going to hear nothing. The air conditioner went off. Uh, emergency lights came on for about five minutes. And I think it was more like two or three yeah, minutes, but still, but still like, right? You get to reboot that whole system. So... You know, hearing it, oh, we just bring our own. Well, look, if you had your own wireless, and again, it's it's build your way up to it, you know. Next year, as you said, I think the audio, the, the 16 probably is the way to go for several reasons. One of which is the fact that you actually have eight physical outputs that you can use. Um, so that's going to give you some flexibility, whether you're running it through a Mac or you're running it through a Windows computer. That's going to offer flexibility for you. Um and the fact that it's on its own power means you're not, you know, lugging a desktop computer with you or something. And you're also not killing the battery on your laptop. And like, that's what ends the, the, the stream or, or the event is like, <laughs> oh, the laptop died. And it's like, uh, yeah. So th there's a lot of reasons, I think, to, to pick that up as a device. And again, not having the pressure to figure it out right now gives you time to make use of the you know 30 or 45 day return window that you'll have to figure out if it's going to work before you're stuck with it right you can send it back if it turns out okay i had i've spent the past two weeks all the free time i've had for two weeks routing audio in different ways and all of the possible ways i can think of and this thing works perfectly it's amazing um or at least to know enough that, okay, yeah, I'm going to have to practice a little bit, but I know this will work. Kind of like with the Soundcraft when we had that, right? Like we were able to spend enough time with it before we were locked in to keep, either one of us was locked in to keep them like, okay, I can do what I want to do here. Maybe not in the way I thought I was going to be able to do it when I bought this, but I can still accomplish some things that I want to accomplish. And honestly, the only thing that, you know, kept that device uh, it's in a box right now behind my desk. I really got to get rid of this. I'm going to put it on eBay. That's what I did. Uh, um, I, I put mine as, because I, it, yeah, I put it as you, or for parts are not working, honestly, because I plugged in headphones and there were some weird sounds coming out of it. I'm like, I don't got time to clean this up or anything like that. So for parts are not working, it's 20 bucks right now on eBay. So if you want one. So I'm going to put mine up there. Mine works as far as I know. Last yeah. time I plugged it in before I put it in the box. So it, it should still be working. I'm going to put it up there at a at a minimum price. Uh, I have bids. But primarily what I want, I want some money off of it because like there's that. But really the, the biggest thing is like I'm going to figure out how much it's going to cost for shipping. 
pay the shipping and you're going to get yourself a deal. Basically, it's how yes. it's going to work out for me. Because at this point, like, it's just in the way and it has to go. And, like, I'm not trying <laughs> to, you know, get it brand new money off of it because I've had it for how many years have I had this? A few years. 2020, I think, is when we got it. No. No. Before that. 20, then 20, like, 2019? Oh. Maybe. I thought I got it. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while. No, it um, was it was definitely pre-pandemic. Another thing that helps with the Evo 16 is I know people that have it too that are blind. Um, specifically on Windows, I think I know a couple of people on the Mac, um, and that helps. I realized the power of that when we got the Vocasters. Um, and being able to talk to each other and other people to share ideas and figure out what why things might not be working and then help work that out. Um, so, yeah. Year of Purpose. That took us a long way <laughs> to get there. Yep. So we've done this before where we kind of came up with a yearly theme. And full credit, you know, I swiped the idea from uh, Cortex. Cortex. Uh, yeah. which we'll you know, give you a link to or something. Uh, but they do a thing called yearly themes. And instead of doing like a resolution for the year or setting a specific goal for the upcoming year, and you can do these at any given time, um, you know, but instead of setting a specific goal where if you don't meet that goal, and a good example would be, okay, I want to, you know, in my mind, I may want to be healthier, but I may set a goal of like, oh, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. Right. If you are so specific with that goal and let's say you lose 12 pounds and you get yourself in a good exercise routine, but you only lose 12 pounds. Well, you didn't meet your goal. So now you failed. Right. That's that's ultimately how your brain is going to interpret this. Uh, where setting a theme could just be like the year, you know, the year of health or focus on, you know, uh, working out. Uh, meaning that whatever happens, as long as you make some progress there, you it's, it's a win for you, not an automatic loss because you said, I want to lose 15 pounds and you only lost 10. Um, so that's kind of where the theme comes from as opposed to, you know, what people typically are thinking about around this time of year, which is, oh, what's my goal for the next year? What's my resolution, mm-hmm. you know, for the mm-hmm. next year? Because we all know those resolutions don't never work, man. Like, just stop doing this to yourself. <laughs> stop doing it to yourself. Uh, but also, I like the, the the idea of the theme because it, it it is a very broad. So this year's theme for us, uh, for both of us, actually, was the year of simplicity, which has a lot of space in there. Right. It seems very wide. And it was simple, uh, <laughs> but, but wide. you know, it came. Uh, and, and for me, when we talked about this, I was like, I want to simplify, you know, kind of the, the, the business you know, things that I'm having to do, but it also came down to simplifying some other things in life that still, you know, ultimately fell up under that. And I, I, I feel like at least for this past year, I met that, you know, theme, I stuck to that theme in, in some cases where I wasn't even consciously thinking of it, but I think it got, you know, very deep into my subconscious to where I did some things that made ultimately were simpler when I look back it's like oh I just really simplified the whole process or I simplified this whole flow uh, without really thinking about it at the time that I was making those decisions uh, one example is like I switched away from using the desktop uh, plug-in uh, hubs right which I liked because they all would have you know extra ports from a laptop and 
uh, Ethernet and all of that. And I went to using a portable hub and I just simplified down what I have to have plugged into my computer. Uh, I don't need all of this stuff available all of the time. And if I need to swap a cord out to do something else, well, just swap the cord out. Right. Not a huge thing within itself, but it has simplified my setup to where right now, if I had to leave out of here, you know, right now, like right this second, I was like, all right, Mike, got to go. I could grab my laptop. I mean, close my laptop, grab the hub that is sitting here and disconnect the Ethernet cable and basically walk out the door. And when I got where I needed to sit down and use it again, I have everything still here that I need to use. I mean, the Volcaster will probably still be over here on the desk, but whatever. There's a USB microphone in my bag, right? So at the end of the day, I have what I need. That simplified a lot of things for me, which made my setup more flexible for me. Um, it has allowed me to work in some cases where I probably would not have been able to work uh, because I was so dependent upon having a desktop Thunderbolt hub with, you know, extra Thunderbolt ports and USB-A ports and all of these things. And I was like, okay. So that's one of the things that like, I wasn't consciously thinking about it when I was making the change. I was just annoyed at the freaking hub seemed like it was causing me problems for a second. I was like, you know what? I got this thing. I'm going to plug this in. All right, cool. This works. And I look back like, oh, I just really simplified this whole process. I... Would like to say that I have simplified my computer setup, but I was thinking about it as you're talking. I'm like, man, I'd have to grab the laptop and the MX keys because I can't use that laptop keyboard. <laughs> uh, simplification for me, though, has come in tools this year. Uh, I'm sure you've done this, too. I have broken down and kind of combined things. Um, you and I will have... Th- something i think to work on uh going into 2024 maybe even simplify this a little bit more but i've moved a lot of my relationship tools into a wordpress system that i know for the most part is accessible so if i need to uh, add details about someone or send someone a quote or send them an invoice i'm not having to jump into 10 different tools to remember how does this system set up the invoicing thing and do I use my arrow keys or my tab keys in the invoicing <laughs> setup or stuff like that. And and that really helped with actually getting more stuff done. Uh, I'm horrible about sending invoices. Like I should really hire Mallory to send my invoices for me, but then she knows. <laughs> no, uh, that's not an issue. But the, the thing is, is I was horrible about it. I found myself sending a lot more and doing it a lot more admin stuff that I would normally push off when I moved into this unified system because it was maybe not the most accessible in some situations, but it was a uh, very familiar and similar interface. And so simplifying that really helped. Um, I also realized that I'm using tools like chat GPT and, uh, Bard and, and Bing chat and, and kind of embraced that a little bit more versus being, uh, of course, in the beginning of the year, more resistant to it. I, I was using it more for playful now uh, things like going and just playing around. What can you generate me now? I'm using it in my everyday. Hey, I need to write this email, uh, let me build a custom GPT to help me with this. Here's my writing style. Um, and that sounds like it's more complex, but ultimately I think going forward, it's going to be a lot simpler for me to be able to 
be comfortable with those tools and um, add them to my to my workflow, but also be able to teach others how to do the same thing. Because like it or not, tools like GPT and, and this new AI technology is not going away. Um, I keep saying this and I, I, I forget who said it, Tom Merritt or someone said, this is the worst that it's gonna be. Um, so it's, it's something interesting. Uh, not, not the worst that it's going to be. This is the, the way the, it works right now is the worst yeah. that is going to operate. Yeah. It's only yeah. going to continue to get better. Thank you. It's sort of like, like security attacks. The like they only get better, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's no. only going to get better from here. So like even the, the glitches and the issues that we face now or the, you know, what people like to refer to as hallucinations that happen, things mm-hmm. like that, like that, that is going to continue to improve. To improve. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, and that just means that it's going to become more widely used. So I feel like I'm getting comfortable with it. Kind of simplified my life a little, even though it's it's a little weird. And then the the last simplification that I want to to mention is in personal life, um, trying to figure out what we can do to simplify. Uh, the amount of bills to remember to pay, or to simplify. Uh, you know, what days we do laundry, just, just getting into those regular schedules and routines has helped us as well. Uh, I've noticed. Yeah, that, that does help. Uh, another thing I simplified this year too, was just my, my schedule in a lot of ways. Um, partially thinking about work life balance. Uh, I wanted more flexibility so that I wasn't so anxious or irritated or, the word I'm really looking for um, worried like worried if something came up and I had to step away from work to go deal with it mm. that I was just I, it would build up anxiety on me because it's like oh now this has shifted a whole bunch of stuff one thing I managed to work on this year and I feel like I was very successful at not not that I 100% got there but I'm pretty successful at is uh, limiting some of the days that I work on certain things um setting a schedule so that people weren't just sliding onto my calendar whenever like there, there, there are some very hard lines and yes. I was about to tighten up even more but I feel like this was a good year to start ratcheting that down um, to the point that you know there's been a couple of times where like literally you know me and Tia will have to get up and just leave and go get one of the kids from school or whatever she's like well, I can go get them like no I'm not you can't walk around by yourself and the kid's sick so if somebody got to carry the kids you can't carry the kid I'll go with you like no big deal all right just walk away come back finish up my day without it being a any sort of serious inconvenience to me or throwing off you know seven different projects because i dropped a plate like this this was not happening to me this year and i know for sure a year ago you know 2022 it is some of the things that happened this year that that i had to deal with and, and step away from work and deal with would have been more catastrophic than they were this year uh, also simplify some of the jobs up to simplify by not taking on certain projects that I really didn't want to do because I know they were going to be, you know, a hellscape to navigate through. Uh, so I think the year overall of simplifying things is better. Simplified infrastructure in a lot of ways uh, for the business when it comes to hosting and uh, maintenance and all of this sort of stuff. Uh, simplified billing, as you said, and I'm still working on that for sure, but definitely simplified that whole process, I don't look at so much stuff as I used to and be like, wait, what, what am I paying these people for? <laughs> yeah. What is that? Yeah, that too. 
Thank you, Mercury. I appreciate you for that. <laughs> oh man, Mercury! Like, look, it was a it was a super pain in the neck. Primarily because when they did the change it was right in the middle of when a lot of stuff was hitting for billing, but it did make me turn off a lot of stuff that I probably wouldn't have got to just <laughs> off procrastination because sometimes I'm really not in the mood to do the administrative work. And uh, but Mercury, you know, changing the bank accounts and basically giving um disabling all the previous cards that i had whether they were virtual or physical um, forced me to go reset up or re-add new cards to different systems and it's like oh do i really need to pay for this uh you know maybe i should just take this as an opportunity to stop paying for stuff uh see episode 32 maybe or we went into that detail i got an idea for some content you can create Demasi should show people how to make an index rule so they can search technically working. Because I should have done that since I didn't know who he is yesterday. Yeah. I don't know if right now you can, but you know, we'll, we'll figure that out. I have some ideas. So going into 2024, me and you kind of start talking about this. Uh, I did listen to this, this year's Cortex episode about their themes. Um, and... I'm curious what your plans are for next year. What what is your theme going to be looking like for you next year? Because I think we're going to end up going in different different directions this time. So for me, um, the word intentionally came up, uh, but I think I think I'm sticking more with the word purpose. Uh, when I'm working on something, or I'm doing something. Uh, often I'm guilty of doing something and spending hours on it and then coming out of it saying, what did I just do? So I want to have a purpose behind the stuff that I'm working on and be more intentional about having that purpose. So if I sit down to do a form, is this form going to intentionally either help me financially or emotionally, or how is this going to actually help me? Um, And I also think that 2024 is a great year to figure out um I, I really like how when we talked about this earlier we explained how people don't or people set goals but uh they don't kind of set these theme like years and stuff and i've always struggled with the why should i set a goal i'm gonna disappoint myself anyways because i didn't hit that goal um and that's kind of why i like these themes uh for the year and in the, the idea of them so the year of purpose and maybe figuring out what future looks like and actually thinking about it in a yearly theme versus a, I want to do this in the next five years. Maybe what are my next five year themes going to be? And is that something I want to start trying to map out next year? So, Cool. So my theme, I feel like I could go with your theme. I could go with the year of purpose. Uh, but I was listening to... Um, cortex and I was thinking about you know what what does next year actually look like me where I know what the first six months are going to most likely look like for me Um, Mm -hmm. and it started me thinking I was thinking about bits as well which we talked about earlier in this episode and I was like you know I think for me this year is going to be and I don't really have a good way to sum this up but I just the blanket or or the first thing I came up with is like the year of people or, or, or the year of personality and what is stemming that and maybe you'll have a better word to use than the year of people uh, is I need to be more 
aware of people like I've got to work more on relationships and whether that's business. I mean, it covers all of this. Like It's business relationships, like working on uh, speaking to more people, uh, being more in touch with people when it comes to business, but also on a personal individual level, uh, you know, spending more time with the people around me um, and not just, you know, work, work, work or work, work. Oh, let's hang out and talk about this for a second. Okay, go back to work. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, spending more time intentionally working on building relationships. So this is the year of connection for you. Ah, I like that. There you go. Good deal. And that gives yeah. me a little bit more flexibility. I like that year of connection. So yeah, that's yeah. what this one's going to be for me. Um, because I've got to start working on building those relationships and I've got to step out of my comfort zone a bit um, because some people may not know this, but I'm a little bit of a uh, introvert and a grouch. And a recluse. So, so I don't know if recluse is the right word to use. You go out a lot more than I do. All right. Time to get, time to get transparent. We're going to be that show. Uh, oh, <laughs> I uh, often... I often don't go anywhere unless it's with Mallory or it's with someone else. And I, I feel like I've lost a lot of my orientation and mobility skills because I don't get out and go get connected with people and actually go out into public and meet with people. And that's been something I fought with mentally over the last six months or so. And then you brought connections or you started talking. I said, I was thinking connections. One of the purposes I have in 2024 is to get out and and get known in my community. I don't know anyone in my community. Me either. I've lived here for seven years and I don't know anyone. And that's horrible, I think. But it's also not unusual in this day and age. I think it's just horrible because the way I grew up, if 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 I was growing up right now, I would know 90% of the people in my community. Um, and maybe that's just how society has changed now. But anyways, year of purpose, year of connection, I think 2024 is going to be super fun. Yeah. Uh, some, some of that is due to, you know, the way society has changed, uh, for sure. And, you know, some of it is just, you know, I, I know for me, it's also an easy cop out. We're like, you know, well, they ain't making the effort. I ain't going to make the effort. I mm. have to start making the effort because uh, I'm going to be, you know, honest, like, again, being fully transparent. There are times where I will speak to a person about something and we'll talk about, you know, working on something together, doing something or, or you know, it's one of those like, hey, can you help me out figuring this thing out or whatever? It could be, you know, any number of things. And we have that conversation. It's like, OK, we'll just reach out whenever you're ready. Right. And they never follow up. And I'm one of these people that my mentality kicks in on me really quickly where, look, I left the door open for you. You didn't choose to come knock on the door, walk through the door, whatever, man. Like, I ain't got time to be chasing nobody down to do nothing. Right. And I'm done. And I'm I'm, I'm gone. Like, partially because, hey, it, it, it means I, I feel like I've done everything I could do. And that's probably I know that's not a good attitude to take. But that has been my attitude in a lot of instances. Um so that that is, you know, like you said, for me, year of connection, I think that's one thing for me to work on is my attitude towards connecting with people um, and not assuming or not allowing myself to take the easy cop out of like, well, you know, really, it was kind of uncomfortable trying to figure out how to build a relationship with this person anyway. So, you know, whatever. Keep moving. They ain't call me. I ain't calling them. Uh taking that cop out where I don't have to communicate with people or work on getting to know another person uh, and actually putting forth the effort to figure out, like, how do we make this more of a connection? Um, 
also like you i mean i do need to get out more in the community um i do need to move around a little bit more than i have and legitimately you know i'm not taking it as a cop out but legitimately i had plans to do this about three years ago Uh and then everybody had to stay home (laughs) (laughs) but it kind of struck me when we were talking to uh uh, I actually weren't talking to JJ. Uh, JJ posted a message in Slack for AT guys, and he was like, oh, I see Disney's doing. Um, I'll get it when I get to the coffee shop. I was like, huh. I remember when I said I was going to start doing this back when I first yeah. had a laptop. I was going to start going out to the library or the coffee shop just to do you know, some work. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go record a podcast in there, but hey, I do a lot of stuff where I just need my headphones in so I can hear voiceover and I can be doing things. I can be productive. And I was like, you know, I haven't done that. Um, so I, I've got to start doing that. And frankly, you know, look, if I'm going to be a vendor, like I got to communicate with people too. Like, you know, don't say I'm going to get you to buy my chips or my sandwiches if I don't talk to you. Yeah. Like, well, look, man, the chips are there. You ain't want no chips. You ain't going to talk to me about the chips. Like, all right, why should I be trying to, you know, you know, listen, like life for me in a lot of cases when it comes to selling has always been in a lot of instances, things sell themselves. Uh, and I know that's not a, that, you know, building a consulting business for me has not as, as I'm not going to say it taught me this because I knew this. It's, um, it's helped you observe that. But it, 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 it is where it has hit me at is like, well, I'm not going to grow. Right, I'm not going to hit growth numbers to where I feel like my business is able to su- sustain me uh, in the in, in the lifestyle to which I would prefer to live um, it, without me making more connections. Right, I have been very fortunate uh, due to the friends that I do have, the small circle of friends that I do have, bringing me business. Right, word of mouth has been great for me, but that's not a growth strategy. And this has to be, you know, again, a year connection for me is going to be working on connecting in other places that is going to help my business grow, which means it'll allow me to help more people. I I got one more thing. This is going to be super fun. It's going to be fun because, you know, look, it's it's different. I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I'm going to actually start doing the, I don't say doing the Michael, but you know, Michael is a much more personable person despite the fact he doesn't go anywhere, but Michael gets involved in a lot of stuff. And (laughs) a lot of times Michael tries to drag me along with him, sometimes successfully, sometimes not. Uh, You know, and it's not he's dragging me, kicking and streaming. It's like, oh, well, I made a connection to this person because I was, you know, hanging out in this clubhouse room or I was chatting with people on this list. Uh, and this is going on, and then he'll tell me, and then, you know, sometimes it's a thing I can get in, sometimes not. Sometimes I'm just like, mm, yeah, screw that, you know. Or, again, this happens. Talk to a person about a thing, and, you know, they call Michael, and then ask Michael to ask me things. And I'm like, you know what, well, screw that, man. I'm not for this. <laughs> uh, but point being, this is going to be interesting because, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't have a hard goal. It's not like, oh, I need to. You know, spend X number of hours with my family each right. month and make 10 new business connections by June. Like, this is not a hard thing. It's not a goal. It is a theme. This is a thing that I need to be working on to continue to grow as a person, not just a business owner, but as a person. Like, I, I need to continue to grow. The year of simplification uh, in 2023 was not all about business stuff for me. A lot of it was. Uh, personal as well just stuff yeah just stuff like life just just getting back to a simpler you know 
but yeah. So it's going to be fun. Pre- I appreciate you going through this program for the next six months. Honestly, because it's really made me think about what is it that I'm doing to change things up and make and, and make some shifts. Um, and I think that's what guided me to finding 2024 is the year of purpose too, because I, I do a lot of stuff. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I do, but at the end of the day, I asked myself why, what did I get done today? And a lot of stuff gets done in a day, but over time, you can't look back and be like, hey, I, I, I got this done or I accomplished this or this project got completed and not having the specific goals of saying I want to get, you know, I, I want to have three new products launched by the end of July and only launching two products it becomes discouraging in some instances. Um, but having the ability to look back and say these are the things that I've accomplished, I think we should reflect more too. And uh, maybe if I journal in 2024 the purpose of me journaling will be so i can reflect back on the year and see what accomplishments were made Uh see when you think about it that way it becomes deep yeah yeah i like that though i like that because that that is one way to oftentimes see you know did you move the needle right because for me this is all about moving the needle in 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 a positive direction in some form or fashion and like i said it's not always going to be business or financially related it's also you know personally um you know, growth because we still all have room to grow. Uh, I think it's good to reflect on what you've done. Like looking back when thinking about, you know, a theme for next year, looking back at what I did this year, it's like mm, I did move the needle positively in some ways. You know, there, there, there's not as much, you know, there's some financial benefit there. There's also some personal benefit there though. Uh, you know, I definitely feel like I, I had I experienced quite a bit of personal growth, which helps me more as a well rounded, become more of a well rounded person, being able to cope. So this is going to be fun. We will be talking more about it as we go through it and we make moves. And I think it's a good idea to um attempt to journal I, I i i'm not committing to trying it but i will see uh right now i'm trying to track time and, and and use the tools here for that to see like where am i actually being productive and not being productive at uh that's that's still something that i'm working on but journaling i don't know i don't know it's never <laughs> quite been my thing but we'll see but maybe maybe that's record in this technology maybe that's record a quick I was talking to Marty the other day, yesterday. I'm like, Marty, I... All right, I'll say it here. We need some feedback. So use hashtag technically working. Let us know you're listening. We know we have listeners, so I want some feedback. See if people have actually listened this far in. Uh, Tell me if this is a dumb idea. I mean, there is no dumb ideas, but tell me what you think. So uh, we have a lot of this teaching content. AI pendant thing is kind of a... Uh, I've got 38 <laughs> blind shell or shell phone show episodes. Uh, I've got probably 50 other short form content episodes. I've got, I would say, roughly you know 80 to 100 pieces of content, right? I think you see where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Make a daily podcast that teaches you something. I don't know what that something's going to be, but it's going to be under 10 minutes long. Schedule out the content I have now to go into that podcast feed. Start making sure that I produce a piece of content uh, or two or three a week figure out what that number is so i can stay ahead of it and then that be the podcast launch in 2024 someone tell me if that's a 
interesting idea if you if you would tune in uh the the thing that i was telling marty though is i kind of miss the daily podcasting i used to do i think you remember this back in 2016 2015 i used to podcast every day from my iphone using the ear pods just talking about what was on my mind and with the technology we have now um you could almost take that and then drop it into uh mac whisper and you know turn do a daily recording yeah and then turn that in yeah or if you're using day one or i think mac will also do this in the journal app that it will allow you to um transcribe the audio automatically too because that's my thing is being able to search it yeah yeah that does that's not a bad idea that that may be a pathway i take as well is just you know do some daily recordings and even if it's you know do a recording and then once a week, you know, pipe everything I did in the previous week through, mm. um, you know, Mac Whisper so I get a transcript out of it and, you know, start saving that in some kind of, you know, file, use a decent file naming structure so I can retrieve stuff. We'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, I do have this, 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 uh, portcaster and I have said to you several times privately, like, I think I'm going to end up doing a lot more kind of just random recording of me. Uh, while I'm here, while I'm down in Talladega, because I was about to say here in Talladega, but I'm not there yet. Uh, so that that we'll, we'll see. Like I'm I'm open to that for sure. Uh, I'm I'm just not willing to at this point commit to like oh yeah I'm gonna go set up day one yeah. or the Apple journaling app and start yep. routinely writing stuff down. Like that may not be the way this goes, and it doesn't necessarily have to be. I think where I'm leaving the opening for me at at least knowing me, uh, which will take us into another topic actually. Knowing me, I won't do it every day. And the first day I miss it, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll make up for it tomorrow. The second time I miss a day or when I miss two or three days in a row, it's over. Like, I'm done. It's, it's not going to work. But if it's like I don't have to write something down or record something every single day, just make sure I'm more mindful about putting my thoughts down when I have them, then now we're working with something right so maybe there's a couple of days where there's there's nothing spectacular that i need to put down but then it's like oh well reflecting on the past couple of days or reflecting on this past week you know this is what i went through or this is what i was thinking about or oh man let me tell you about the thing that happened today but there's no actual schedule necessarily it's Mm -hmm. just putting things in as they need to go in right Uh, i think may actually make a difference so that I will commit to is is creating more content for myself and it may end up getting out into the world, maybe not, but definitely doing a routine check in with myself uh, yeah. on, on what's going on and not just keeping that conversation inside of my head, like maybe recording it down so I can more easily go back and reflect over the course of a year, you know, do a quarterly review, do an annual review and be able to see what was I thinking at this time or what 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 idea did I have in March that in September I'm like yep never did anything about that but then I figured out it was a dumb idea or I ain't do anything about that because I forgot mm. yeah yeah I don't want to think about this <laughs> I mean look man it happens. Well, you got to you got to you, you have to though right and if you don't like I, I again you know and this kind of moves into a topic that we actually I want to save that topic for next. no We'll go into that topic. Hold on. Yeah, we can, or or that could be our post show topic. 
Uh, not because I think it's important for everybody to hear this. Okay. Uh, and so me and you were talking at one point about, um, I think the comment that I made to you was because you were planning to do something and, um, oh, I, I don't remember exactly what you were trying to do or, or what, what the plan was, but you were like, oh, I got to, you know, decide if I'm going to wash these dishes tonight or not, or just wait till mm-hmm. the morning before I go do, you know, X, Y, Z. And I said, look, I said, Mike, you already know you're not going to end up washing the dishes till in the morning anyway. So just set that as fact and, and be done. And that way you remove the cognitive load of thinking about the dishes right now at 830. I think it was your time, nine o'clock at night and go do something else that you probably want to do or is going to be interesting or fun or, or something else that needs to get doing. Because otherwise you're going to sit there for a couple of hours debating about the dishes and then you still won't do them. And you also would not have done anything else. And the point of that is. Um, one thing, at least for me in the year of simplification that I've really been able to kind of laser focus in on and make more of a habit of mine or, or more of a thing that I'm aware of is knowing, you know, know thyself, as they say. I know sometimes I get up, I'm not going to do this. So let's not even let that weigh on me all day about me supposedly. Do, I'm not going to do it today. Just just. Accept that fact. It doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. It doesn't mean I'm not going to do it right now. Um, but that took me to, you know, just being aware of how you work. And we've had this conversation a long time ago on the DM series. Uh, yeah, I know we keep referencing that show, but it's because there was a lot, actually a lot of good content in that show. Apparently you should, you know, go listen to the archive. <laughs> the big deal for me was is, is thinking about the fact, like knowing who you are, knowing what you're going to do and how you work. Right. There are some days where I feel productive in doing specific things. And some days I'm like, I can't force it. So I need to go do something else. And being aware of how you actually function like I, I get that the world as society as a whole i feel like and i'm not really blaming it on society i'm just feel, I, I feel like we get this external pressure that we allow to affect us of like oh well this person gets up at 4 30 in the morning and they go work out first thing and then they go do this and then they're in the office at seven and you know it's tim cook and he runs apple and it's like yeah but you know tim cook might be a morning person I ain't really trying to get up at four thirty in the morning to do sh- nothing. <laughs> right. That's not the person. Now, sometimes I am that person. Right now, I am not that person. Uh, you know, there have been times in my life where, yeah, I could pop up at four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, and mm. actually get some stuff done before anybody else was up in the house. Uh, and then there's some times, like right now, where it's like, you know, I really would prefer to sleep till about nine, and then get up and have my coffee, do my leisurely, you know, morning routine. And by the time, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock rolls around, like I'm, I'm knocking stuff out. I'm getting stuff done. Like I, I've accomplished, I end up accomplishing a lot that day, but it's because I worked within the bounds of what I was able to do and not trying to force myself into habits that are not my habits. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't try to improve or break your bad habits, but I'm not going to mention any names. Um, I will say I'm not talking about JJ though, uh, but I'm not going to mention the, the, the exact person. But let's say you know somebody that they will get up at 11:30 a.m. and they may start their work day at two o'clock in the afternoon, and they're up until you know maybe two or three, 
a.m. the next morning. Mm-hmm. Now, on the social graph of you know the nine to five job, you ain't finna get no job working nowhere, <laughs> right? Because there are not very many. I mean, I don't say nowhere because there, but in a lot of cases, you're not gonna get a job right there. You 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 have to make your own job or find a job working for somebody like like a JJ. Uh, where you have that flexibility, but most or people you have that swing shift because you could do that. But. Yeah, you could do that, but you know, generally speaking, that's not the the acceptable thing, right? This individual, this is just how things have worked out for them, though. Partially because they work with people overseas, so they have to think about the time change, uh, and uh. partially because you know they're more productive in that time of the day. Getting up at eight o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning for them, like they're gonna spend the first five hours out, first five hours of the day doing nothing, anyway, because their brain hadn't kicked in for whatever reason. Like that's how they work. I cycle around the clock quite a bit. Uh, right now, I'm on the downside of that, and I say downside of it because um, I, I need to get out of it because <laughs> get to tell them I gotta be out of the, I gotta be out of here at six fifteen in the morning. Like I gotta be heading to the thing to do, start doing the thing at six fifteen. And I you think. got a week in three days. Uh huh. So. Yeah. And I've been trying. I have really been trying, and I can't get it shifted. So what's gonna happen is it's gonna be one of those forced march sort of situations. Yeah. Uh, alarm set at at this time. A backup alarm set at this time and the sound on, not just to vibrate the watch on my wrist. Nope, I needed to make a noise. And I may have to, uh, you know, resort to putting the phone on the other side of the room. So I actually got to get up to go make it stop. Yeah. But it'll work because that's what I have to do. There's a difference in doing stuff because you have to do it because you don't have any choice because this is the, um, you know, these are the boundaries of what you're doing. Versus trying to force yourself into a box when you don't have to, knowing that it's not going to work. Mike, you're a morning dishes person. I don't know why this is, but nine times out of the ten, you're doing dishes early in the morning. Uh, I'll or tell you why it is because I'm doing dishes all damn day. That's or you'll get up and you'll do some work, and then you'll take a break and go do dishes. Right? Like yep. th- this has been a routine for you. So yep. that night specifically, I was just like, you know. I'm gonna tell Mike what I'm actually thinking right now. Mike, you ain't gonna do the conditions tonight, man. You're not. Just, just let that let that go and stop even thinking about it. <laughs> just accept it. Now here's the irony. I think I have up with you. When did when did the dishes? <laughs> but but it's because when I'm doing dishes, I'm listening to podcasts, and and really that's what it comes down to. And you're right though. Like more than likely, I wasn't going to do it because I put them off until about six thirty in the morning. After I get up, have my first cup of coffee. Sometimes do some work. I'll throw some podcasts on, and I'll start listening to podcasts while I do the dishes. And it is it's it's a habit. It's one of those habits that I am gonna do and get into just like uh i say i'm gonna edit the podcast right afterwards i might or i might not do it but i've kind of grown to not kick myself so much if i don't do it right when we get done because either either way i know it's going to get done and i think you're right we need to start doing that more instead of being so hard on ourselves too that's the point right like it's not a oh I said I was gonna you know I'm gonna edit the show right after we get finished recording no you're not I mean I don't say no you're not not never but the thing is allow yourself that space to be like okay well I don't you know I said I would do this or usually I would do this but you know today I'm not feeling like that let me go do something else or not as long as you get the thing done right within the time frame that you have like if there's a time frame like we have a time you know you know it has to be published Monday okay 
Well, doesn't mean you have to because you sometimes do it. Oh, well, I didn't do it right after that. And now you're beating yourself up while you're doing something else instead of editing the show. It's like, no, just let that go. Like, you know, you got to edit the show. But if you want to go do a different thing or need to go do something else, I think letting go of the fact, like stop carrying around the fact that I didn't do the thing right this second when I said I was going to do it. As long as it gets done, I think we're all we're, we're all, you know, able to stay ahead of things again, you know, be mindful of your time frames, you know, your time frames, uh, you know, better than I would. But yeah, like don't don't carry the cotton because that that affects your ability to do anything else productive. I think when you're carrying around just stuck in your brain, it's like that whole idea of when you have an idea or you have a task, throwing it into your task manager and just getting it out of the way. So you're not uh-huh. trying to remember the thing that you really can't forget. And, you know, now your brain can't focus on you, you end up not focusing on any single thing because you're trying to remember or juggle too many different things. Be mindful of your commitments. I love it. So it's been an interesting conversation today, Demasi. So before we wrap it up for this week, um, I do want to throw out a topic that I want to discuss more uh, next week. I want to hear what Michael has to say, but I also want to hear what other people have to have to, you know, any thoughts people want to chime in with on this. And I'm going to tell you the situation. And I'm asking Michael about this because I know he's had to kind of sort of deal with it. So. It's a bigger story, but the point right now or the topic for right now is my kid wants to play football next year, which is fine. Like, I don't have a big problem with that. But here's the thing. How do I participate with my kid playing football? Right? We can't just go in the back. And I'm, I'm not saying this is impossible. I'm just saying I don't see a way to get here. Right. Like if I were a sighted parent, well, I would have been throwing the football around with my kids, even my daughter. Like I'm not opposed to tossing the football like, you know, or we would have been back shooting basketball or something. I can't do any of this very easily. Um and the reason I wanted to talk to Mike about this, and I want to put it on the show because, you know, we could obviously have had this conversation without it being public. But I feel like it's a thing that, again, as a business owner, as an individual who just happens to have a disability, something I was thinking about. Yeah. Uh, and somebody else may have a different idea. But I know Mike has a brother uh, that he helped raise that plays football. Uh, so at some point he was a small kid playing football, had never played football before in his life. And now he wants to play football. You know, what, Mike, what did you do about this? How did you handle this? Did you get involved? Did you try to figure out a way to go, you know, toss the ball around with him or play tackle a little bit? Or did you just leave it up to the the professionals, for lack of a better term, that could actually teach the kid how to play football? Uh, the latter of the two. Uh, they, they <laughs> pretty much, I was going to say, that's going to be a simple answer for you. So he, he learned how to play football with his friends. So this was back when kids actually went outside and played with friends instead of in Roblox or MetaQuest. And he would, you know, play football with his friends. And then when he got into school, he just got involved in sports and his coach was who coached him through it. Um, and, and he played with friends. So I wasn't really involved in that much at all. Hmm. Okay. Because that was my thought at first. Was like, I'll oh, just let you know. We go out there and you'll learn from these people. But it's like, should I be trying to be more 
right. engaged now, in that process. I do go to support him at his games, and that's that. that oh, I yeah, don't absolutely. go to everyone, but I do go and support him at his games, and that's obviously something you'll do as well. But when it comes down to the actual playing, uh, I would be interested in hearing other. Remember the show we were talking about launching with Marlin? Like uh huh. That years I thought ago? about that. Yeah, I thought about that yeah. when this question came up. I was like, this is one of those. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not just a small business owner. I'm not just an employee for somebody else. Uh-huh. I'm also a, a, a dad. I'm also raising kids. I so. still think that shows a good idea. Get some like get get a get a dad of younger kids, uh, teenage kids, uh, adults, and maybe a grandparent. Get a couple of dads uh-huh. together. Th- this could blind. be a thing. We, we oh should, we man! Should. But yeah, I actually had the if thought of like, man, this would have been technically working. But yeah, I actually thought about this would have been like an excellent topic for that show. Like, how do you, what do you do when your kid wants to get involved in things that like, mm. as as a person with a disability, whatever your disability is, it precludes you from being able to effectively and actively participate. Like, do you just hand it off to the people who do it? Or do, do you try to, you know, do something? It's like, okay, what? look, man, I will throw you the football. You got to bring it back to me. Like, what go fetch. <laughs> right? Like, do we do the whole go fetch thing? Like, um, like or, or, or is that degrading? Like, so, you know, it's good. And I'm curious to hear what other people have to say about it. And it does lead into a broader topic of, you know, how do you, engage in things that you don't necessarily like mike's going out to look at christmas lights tonight which is why we're recording on saturday morning uh you know i'll do it too you know Uh, just go ride in the car look at christmas lights yeah jeff brought up a good point uh look at your messages because that could be interesting um and the other thing that i'll say related to our conversation earlier and then i promise you guys because this one's been a little bit longer we will wrap it up here in a moment uh but year of connection maybe that is the answer to your questions and that helps you with getting out of that comfort zone and start to build those connections in the summer when you come back and and that could be a a factor in that too we'll see where or it goes broadcast the games for <laughs> <laughs> uh, the pirate football game for all TV actually TV isn't a bad Wilson. idea because man if you have heard the broadcast here i'm like ah just, just pay me people to do it better for you because you guys are horrible and why don't we just bring it like we can oh, bring man. in the the actual person here into the live stream that's that's in person and he sounds good and he knows what he's talking about and then we can go back to the broadcasters like I want to be that tech person Evo 16 Merry Christmas to me yeah I feel the same way whenever I have to go do an event at the kids school I'm like they got the PA yeah. system I'm like oh my yeah yeah anyway if so you have thoughts classes to talk about next week and uh, oh, yeah. you want to wrap it up yep. so <laughs> thank uh, you thanks everybody for listening uh, if you want to engage with us we're on Mastodon uh, hashtag technically working uh, is a way of talking to us and he's also pay on P-A-Y-O-W-N at unmute.community and I'm Damasi D-A-M-A-S-H-E at unmute.community uh, email you can reach us at is feedback at technicallyworking.show if you have thoughts on anything we've shared or you have something you would prefer you would like for us to discuss uh, and before we get out of here I want to thank our supporters that you thought we forgot because we normally do it at the beginning of the show but we're technically working so we're trying to see if it works at the end of the show I want to thank everybody first I want to thank the listeners who just listened to us appreciate it uh, but especially the special thanks goes out to those who support us monetarily through the tip jar. If you would like to support us through the tip jar and get some occasional uh, bonus content, we're, we're, we're still figuring that whole thing out as well. 
you can go to yourownpay.com slash TW and click on that link that says support the show. Old habits, because you can also go to technicallyworking.show to click the same link. Yeah, so I didn't say that because I'm going to fix technicallyworking.show slash tips to take you right ah, there at some gotcha. point. And okay. I hadn't done it today, so I didn't say it because I would have thrown. I, I knew what I was going to say if I would have started saying it that way. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs>